Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Energy Dynamics. I'm your host, Liz Starkey, and your other host is sitting to my right. Actually, Liz is the primary host today, but uh, I'm I'm Robert Tum, and uh, we're excited about our program today, and welcome, everybody. Yeah, I I decided to throw a little curveball in last minute. Sometimes I do that. We we had a good show planned for you, and then uh, I changed things, so... Robert's on his toes for the next, oh, 45 minutes or so, and I'm going to do my best to hold it all together. Well, I appreciate it, Liz, and, you know, like you know, we're pretty spontaneous on some things, so we can go with the flow and change, and if... uh... We can always change it up if it's not going right. That's right? true. So we're having, Y'all don't know. Y'all we don't know what know. the plan we're is. a great morning. Had a great breakfast. Had a good omelet. Uh, great breakfast. And what my, I think I'm on my third cup of coffee now. So uh, all is good here in Florida. So, Robert, I know you and you know me. And uh, <laughs> usually that's a good thing. But um, I thought it would be fun today to focus, kind of step outside spiritual energy dynamics as far as the business or our modality and pull from our life experience and focus on some things that have um, helped us as individuals get by. Uh, maybe some, some little snippet or philosophy that you've applied to your life uh, and it's worked for you. Um, and again, this all happened within the last 30 minutes. So I'm happy to take the lead initially to get your uh, hamster running. Wait, on you're already doing that. So you're calling in. <laughs> well, you know, I wasn't introduced to spiritual energy dynamics uh, until mm, 2014, maybe ish. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I had a good amount of time prior to that uh, where I had to kind of go on it at, in my own terms. Um, now, you know, I use these methods and modalities regularly to clear my energies, realign, feel better in my own skin. Uh, but these methods weren't available to me for many years. And so I've had quite a lot of success with these three things I've listed. So we'll just, we'll just talk about the first one. Sure. Yeah. So as I've walked this life, I've learned one, probably the most important thing is um, you got to take care of yourself. You know, uh, there's this fear that I think a lot of people have when they're working out in a gym. And that is all these people are looking at me while I'm working out in the gym. And that's just not true. 
everyone's looking at themselves working out in the gym. And I apply that to everything in life. More people are focused on what they're doing than what you are doing, which can, can translate to you have to do for yourself. No one else is going to do it for you. And that's been a huge lifesaver in, in my personal transformation because it wasn't until I realized that I have to do for myself. And then as I started doing for myself, did I start to change? It makes sense. Yes. I mean, you <laughs> can elaborate that a little bit more, I think. I, I'd like to hear more about that. Exactly. Can you maybe give us also maybe an example? Woo. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of personal, but I'm, I'm a pretty honest and open person. Um, you know, I struggled with addictions in my life, drugs and alcohol, and it, uh, it was the forefront of my life. It's kind of what, what my daily activities revolved around for quite a few years in my early twenties. And, um, there was an arrest that happened. And after that arrest, there was a court ordered attendance of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I learned a lot sitting in those meetings. I sat in those meetings for I think a year and a half, um, just listening. And it was then that I realized that I had a problem, that I was different than most people and that I was, I was an addict. And I continued on that path of having that understanding about myself, but continuing to drink and uh, use drugs. And it wasn't until I realized like, I'll keep going on this path and I will either end up dead or in jail. And uh, that's when I decided to do something about it because no one else, one, could really help me or had the tools or um, energy to do that. So when I changed my mind and decided I wanted to be better or be different, um, things started to change. And it wasn't overnight. It wasn't easy, uh, but it's been worth every teardrop and blood stain and whatever else, sweat, um, angst, fear, worries. It's been worth all of it um, because I, I'm now the driver of my vehicle. It's not, it's not alcohol. It's not drugs. It's, it's me. And because of that, I can do anything I want to do and achieve anything I want to achieve. And I, you know, I really, I look at my 30 plus years on this planet and I've done a lot in that short amount of time. And I am hella proud of, of what I've accomplished because it's, it's a big thing. And, uh, you can either be your biggest critic or your biggest cheerleader. And I've continued to pivot to the latter and to be on my own team. And so just making that decision to want to change is a huge first step. And it's the catalyst to a whole lot of really, really awesome things that can happen. Uh, but you got to do it. And so that's, that's one thing that I believe in personally, and that I encourage other people to do, you know, you can sit around thinking about who you want to become or what you want to be or what you want your life to look like. But until you start taking action, it's not going to change. And it, you don't have to do it all at once. Uh, it's just baby steps. Like I've said many, many times, just taking a really big thing and breaking it down into a lot of really little, uh, easy digestible things to accomplish. And man, you can look back and realize how far you've come. It's really, it's liberating. Liz, it's a, it's a great story to having 
been an observer of, of your achievements um, during the part of the lifetime I've been spending with you. And you are, in a way, a bit of a contradiction to one of the things that we've talked about before. Paul and I, my friend Paul, the, uh, now he's passed on about a year ago, but he's a psychology professor. And we talked a lot about addictions and that as we try to apply energy work principles to it. But one of the things very difficult is that willpower alone typically does not overcome. It's not enough to overcome some of the challenges. And there's usually some extra support and that needed. But you're a walking example of that willpower has been the catalyst and the drive and the part of the success of you having not only overcome those challenges, but exceeded in every aspect of it by working hard, by being diligent and consistent and blending together uh, methodology to that, that fits what you are trying to accomplish. And it's been a, a remarkable thing to observe. And it's actually been shifted my paradigm a bit as I look at some of the challenges with uh, addictions and um, you know, the, the problems with overcoming it. You're, you're definitely, from my observations of having been around it a long time, different types of uh, challenges with that is that you've set the bar pretty high and are a remote role model for, for that. I can't, I can't think of anybody I personally know that has achieved what you've done and, and on sheer determination and desire and that self-empowerment that you have to take the action that you've needed. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to have to be observing and observed. Oh, well, thank you. That's, that's very kind. And I, you know, I do want to give a shout out to all the divine intervention that definitely played a part. I mean, there was a huge rushing in of divine support, which happens. I mean, that's the thing, like we are co-creators of our experience. So when we make a decision to better ourselves, there's a boatload of angels and masters who support that decision and will do whatever it takes to help you succeed in that regard. Uh, and the more connected we are to that realm, the more tuned in they can be and the more they can rush in. So, uh, you know, it's not, while I say I've done this alone, I haven't done it alone. Uh, and I, it, it's not like I succeeded the first time. I've, I've been aware on some level that I had a problem since I first started using freshman year in college. Um, and so I, that seed has been growing, grew for many years and I struggled with it all the time. Uh, but there was just a, a point where I finally accepted the reality of the situation. And uh, I failed when it came to stop quitting drinking. I failed every day for an entire year. I spent a whole year trying to drink normally, drink moderately. And uh, I woke up every day feeling so ashamed of myself. Liz, what's amazing about that is the the passion you have for it and the, the example you are and the inspiration you are as you share this. So thank you for articulating this. Well, thanks. Um, you know, it's something that's near and dear to my heart uh, because it's, it's around me, it's around, it's in our society. Uh, it is, you know, these substances uh, 
um, are pushed alcohol specifically to be something that is commonplace and it's a poison uh, and it slows us down and inhibits us and causes a lot of problems and it catches us in this really murky trap. And so if I can be just a little spark for one person out there who's struggling, um, it would be an honor because it's been the, excuse me, what is it, David and Goliath? It's been my Goliath. Liz, I think if there's there's many bright spots in, in this, but one of the things I've observed too, as you and I work together and, and uh, work with, with people on the, the spiritual path and trying to overcome obstacles is how, how amazing you've been in working with folks that are struggling with this. And, you know, some have been trying to overcome it for, for many, many years, some for a short time, but you've got engaged with them, not only in the spiritual work, as far as helping manage and keep the energies at a uh, aligned and balanced level, but also in a coaching, uh, you know, coaching world where you're trying to explain to them and encourage them and support them. And I've witnessed a lot of that. And I, you know, I think it's amazing the, the work that you're doing with that and I, I can look at it from my perspective is that, hey, it's, it's, if you had not been through that and experienced it, you probably wouldn't be the good coach that you are today and the wonderful healer. Yeah, totally. And, and thank you. I, I've, I'm grateful to be able to look back on my past and be grateful for the darkest of days because uh, those are what shaped me and propelled me and encouraged me and informed who I am today. And if it weren't for all the really dark stuff that happened, I wouldn't be able to reach this high of heights of, of happiness and light and gratitude and appreciation. Um, but it takes a lot of work to get there. And I, I remember what it's like to hate myself um, and hate the human experience. But wow, I did not expect this today. Woo! This is, I got myself. Yeah, this is very inspirational, though, Liz. And I, you know, I, I think of some of the wisdom that I've gotten along the way as I've looked at some of the own, my own challenges. And I remember a bit of wisdom that was channeled uh, to me that was from Mar Mother Mary that said, how do you know where the middle of the road is if you don't once in a while bump the edges? You know, had you not bumped the edges to maybe hit the curve pretty hard a couple of times. I mean, <laughs> you, you, how would you, you know, appreciate, uh, you just wouldn't have that sense of gratitude and appreciation and inspiration from where you are now. The fact that you've been there makes you appreciate it that much more. I think, I think when it comes to living in, an addiction and that that's not limited to drugs and alcohol we as a society it could be food it could be social media it could be drama i mean it could be codependency whatever that however it might uh, show up um it can feel you can feel i felt very alone and isolated and so full of shame and i couldn't talk about it and i and that's why, you know, this whole concept of, of no one's going to do it for you 
brain's true. It's if you have someone in your life that you love that you see going through an addiction, it's very hard to help them. Um, and it's very hard to be on that side of things. I know Robert, you've experienced that. Um, I think everyone has experienced that in some form or, or another. And so if you can come to terms with the fact that there's something going on here and that there's an option for betterment. Uh, and if you can get your brain to the point where it's ready to make a change, it is that much easier. Um, can't tell you how many times I tried to quit smoking cigarettes, but when I finally really didn't want to do it anymore, it was that much easier. I just had to remind myself that I really didn't want that poison in my body. Um, so, so Ooh. Liz, if, um, if someone wanted to reach out to you to talk to you about a program, or maybe you could do some coaching or some energy work around them, what, what is the, the best way for them to, uh, find your information, your contact information and the programs you offer? Well, you know, we can create a program for whatever situation and scenario. Um, so I don't want people to get too locked into this is what it's going to look like because it looks different for every person. Um, but the best way to get a hold of me is going to my website at www.lizwithwings.com. You can schedule a call. You can find my email address and shoot me an email. Hey, you might even be able to find my phone number, shoot me a text, whatever you are comfortable with. Um, but taking that first step and, and just being open to having a conversation is a huge testament to your potential um, and your willingness to better your life. Uh, it, it takes you believing in yourself. And I already believe in you because I've seen what can happen with me. Uh, so if you can get that going, man, you have the potential to just blast off like Jeff Bezos in a rocket. Yeah, Liz, it's, it's really, um, quite a blessing to know as I look at your work, how you are really striving to help people become more empowered to be able to, you know, work through these things themselves. You can, you can help them talk them through it, but also do the energy work to help keep them aligned and connected to where they get the divine support. But that package of putting it all together really is all about helping people where they, they need help less. They can be empowered to recognize that they do have the strength and the power and all the resources available to overcome challenges like that. The, the many variety of challenges surrounding addictions and, and other types of issues. You know, we, at, at spiritual energy dynamics, you know, we, we don't claim to fix everything. We don't claim that we can heal every problem, but we certainly have some resources to open the connections and pathways to get the divine assistance to help with that too. Oh, yeah. Soul connections. Absolutely. So Liz, thank you. And, um, yeah, re reaching out to Liz through lizwithwings.com is a, is a big step in the right direction if you're looking for some support and would like to talk. Yeah, and I get it. I mean, I get it. And that's my heart lies in a lot of different places, but I have a real big place in my heart for people struggling with addiction because I've been there and it could have been my downfall. And now I feel like it's my calling to help those people uh, rise above because y'all have a lot of life experience and you've learned, uh, there's a lot of wisdom in there. You just kind of got to uh, clear out the muck. Get over the hump. Yep.
Yeah. I think one of the things I've discovered along the way with myself and working with people, uh, one of the things that can get us all stuck is kind of regret, beating self up, that sort of thing. And um, it kind of gets like, it's like getting stuck in the mud and then just gets deeper and deeper as we get into that woe is me and, you know, how many things that have happened that you might have been able to do differently, a regret, a, an energy of just uh, sadness and, and displeasure with self that you haven't done as good as you possibly could, haven't always made the right decisions along the way. And I think it's real important that one of the things I work on with myself and as I work with others is to get, get out of that mode of beating self up. You know, when we do that, we play into the game of the, the negative ego and the subconscious, uh, the pain body, as Tolly would say, uh, that's trying to sabotage our, our results and our own good efforts and our own empowerment. So one of the things that I think from my experience in working with people is that uh, overcoming uh, that self-doubt, that uh, resentment, that anger towards self and not forgiving self. It seems to be really easy and based on a lot of fundamental teachings out there to forgive others, but forgiving self is an important part of that hurdle. And like you and I know, um, these things will bring up what we call patterns and records of things in this lifetime and past lifetimes where maybe we've repeated things over and over and not really learned the lessons. So they have to learn a lesson of forgiving self, moving forward, just keep climbing up that wall, that barrier, getting over the hump and moving forward with it and find those things that inspire us and move us forward and try to be as consistent as possible in, in our road to the next level of spirituality, connection, self-empowerment, self-love, those kind of things. Self-love is a biggie. Uh, and I think that kind of sums up everything you said. Uh, I've spent much time hating myself and having regrets. And I think that's part of the healing process is to shuffle through all those file folders, dredge up all that stuff and sit with it. Uh, you don't, and try not to judge it. That's the big thing. Um, and that is not how we've been programmed to be. We, we are judgmental animals, uh, labeling and categorizing everything, good, bad, whatever. And uh, to, as you do that more, you, you make room for more love of self. And as you continue to take steps in the direction you want to go, uh, it, it, you bring yourself more opportunities to pat yourself on the back, to be proud of yourself, uh, and you fill more with the self-love. And as more of that comes in, it all gets easier and easier and easier. I think it's just getting through that initial phase, which feels as heavy as heavy can be. Uh, and that's where the angels and masters come in and really they can lighten the load an insane amount and uh, hold your hand through it, essentially. Yes, beautiful, Liz. I'd like to kind of lead a little bit of a group healing sure. meditation, so to speak. And so if everybody will join me now, just visualize that you have this wonderful team of angels and ascended masters and uh, the David kingdom all, all gathered around you, um, wanting to be there, there to help, and they just need to be invited in. So visualize 
if you would, this big team around you just looking for that invitation. And the way we allow them in is making sure our energies are aligned and clear. So join me a minute as we go through a bit of a chakra clearing here, visualizing the energies of higher blue, violet, indigo, white, and all the wonderful healing vibrations of the planet that's available to us going through our entire chakra system, our emotional, our mental, our physical, our spiritual bodies that is all connected together and intertwined. We start with the root chakra because we want to get that grounding going, that flow from the base of the spine through the feet out into Mother Earth. We want to make sure that's all clear and open. So visualize now the root chakra and the connections through your legs, through your feet, down into Mother Earth, being totally cleared, healed, and free-flowing with energy and the whole flow of the energy through those connections, optimized, aligned, and balanced. So hold that visual for a few seconds. Now we move up to the sacral center where we do the same thing. We're feeling that sacral center, seeing it fully flowing, optimized, all blockages and in interference removed and energy flowing from the sacral through the root chakra out into the earth, releasing tensions, releasing anything that we're wanting to heal and balance, anything that's causing us stress, all of that will feel releasing through the root chakra into the earth as we're going through this process. Focus now on the solar plexus, healing, balancing, clearing blocks, optimizing energy flow, and releasing any tension built up there, any emotion, any regret, any self-doubt. So oftentimes that builds up in the solar plexus. So visualize that releasing happening now, like a big window opening up, a sliding door opening up, allowing that to release out. See it being cleared and healed and the space in the solar plexus where that's been released, being refilled with all the wonderful energies and blessings and qualities that you want to in, inflow into your whole entire chakra system. So we move now to the heart chakra. Same thing, optimizing, clearing, healing, feeling any tension, discordant energies, any blockages releasing out into the cosmos, the healing energies pouring in and the qualities that you want. Your, what, what do you want in your life? The experiences, the relationships, the well-being, all coming in. We move to the throat chakra now. Feeling all discord energies, blocks, misalignments being cleared, been taken out and transmuted and refilling with love, wisdom, justice, freedom, and ability to clearly articulate to the masters, to the divine ones, to those around us in a very gentle and pleasant and spiritual way, what it is we're trying to articulate. Next, we move to the third eye, the Ajna center. Allowing that to be cleared, healed, balanced, and aligned, and to be a receptor for wisdom and clarity and discernment coming in through the third eye 
as we connect to our higher spiritual aspects, allowing that to come in and flow in a fully aligned and balanced manner. We move next to the crown chakra, clearing the crown chakra of all obstacles and blockages and allowing all the higher spiritual energy that's available to come in to us in a very balanced and integrated way, not too overwhelming, just right for what we're trying to work on, infusing our entire system with love, light, wisdom, justice, freedom, all the qualities that can come from the divine source that's available to us, allowing it to flow from all the upper chakras through the Ida, Pingala, and Shishunas channels, down through the root chakra and through the feet. We also ask that the opening of the Alta Major, which is the connection to our secondary chakras in the back of the neck, opens and freely flows of energy and all secondary chakras through the arms, legs, trunks of the body is fully open and flowing with energy. And this infuses this loving, wonderful energy through our emotional body, through our mental body, our physical body, allowing all the healing, optimizing, manifesting of the beautiful, wonderful qualities, the repatterning of things we're trying to work on, support for things we're trying to accomplish and overcome whether it be addictions or some type of healing that we're looking for, uh, the, the balance, the expanded growth, the ascension processes that we may be seeking, that it all flows through our energy field. And with that, we see our energy field being fully aligned, balanced within a half arm's length distance right now of our physical body, aligned, balanced, receptive to all the gracious energies coming from the light sources the soul, the higher realms, accepting with gratitude, claiming that energy, claiming our spiritual inheritance, claiming all the good things that are available to us now. So thank you for joining me and we will move on with our program now. Thank you, Robert. Hmm. Well, oh, are you gonna... Oh, I, I am just uh, bathing in the energies of it all <laughs> okay, right great. and tuning into those out there. I mean, it's, it's wonderful to feel the energy. I can actually feel it just flowing out into, you know, millions and millions of angels and masters just out trying to help those that are receptive to the to higher consciousness and energy work. And I can feel that they're, they're excited about the opportunity they have to, to work with people out there, our listeners and, uh, all those around the planet that are seeking spiritual growth and peace and love. Yes, receptivity is key there mm -hmm. uh, because those on the quote unquote other side uh, follow the rule of, of this being a free will planet and the angels and masters cannot violate your free will. So, so being receptive and open to these energies, to change, to feeling love, maybe to being receptive to Maybe you're on the fence about all this. You're listening because you're curious, but you're not really hook, line, and sinker about all this woo-woo talk. Just trying on the, the jacket of potential magic and being receptive to experiencing some, some magic in your life. Uh, better watch out because it's going to happen. Well, Liz, I know that in your introduction and sharing some of your challenges that you've uh, been through in your lifetime, 
using these practices and integrating energies and bringing in higher consciousness and specific energies to work on your energy field and the emotional, the mental body has all been an important part of what you've accomplished and where you are. Is that not no doubt? Right? I mean, it's, it's probably the reason I've been so successful in such, such a short amount of time. Um, so I'm very grateful for that. Liz, as people think about possibly working with you or working with me on the uh, the entire process as we're talking about the energies, you know, what we really do is we're able to do a an intuitive scan of an energy field looking at it in a very complex way of the, the many, many connections and levels. And we're able, it's kind of like an energetic MRI. It's not of the physical body, but of the energy field. And we can look specifically at each person's energies and see where there's flow, where there's not flow and, you know, help with releasing any discordant energies or interference to help open a person up to receiving, being receptive, allowing the energies in. Because as we open up connections and expand the connections in the consciousness expansion methodology, it's like having a clear cell phone signal to divine source. And that's how we help people. And those are all, you know, part of the techniques that you've integrated into your own system as I've integrated into my own healing on challenges that I've had. Absolutely. I mean, it's really cool that there are methods out there that can eh, overpower is not the right word, but wash out those feelings of shame and self-doubt and uh, failure and lack of trust and all those other things. It's a continual bath of energies, of frequencies of love and light and self-love and, and trust and faith and possibility and creativity. And so it's, it's um, like co constantly cleaning out the filters that we create um, in our own mind and our own emotional body and the pain body. Um, and washing out those energetic aspects that trigger and fester and cultivate those same feelings of self-doubt. And so it's an intensive process, not so much on the receiving end of things, although it can be, but we, we, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes on our end to uh, watch and uh, make the appropriate changes to your energy field in in a week-long program, but the real transformation comes uh, with month-long programs because uh, all good things take time. And this is not a quick fix by any means. Uh, but if you're willing to put in the effort, it's worth it. Right. And in looking at the, the programs over a week or a month uh, or longer sometimes, there's a, a process in which we look at the patterns too if there's a repeating pattern we work with clients very closely to figure out maybe what is the source of it what's the cause of it uh, do some coaching as to what a person can do to uh, help themselves become more empowered to resolve with those patterns whether it be some outside influences or whether it be internal stuff that somebody may be working on so can we <laughs> Can I ask you, Sure. is there a personal philosophy or a quote or something that you believe in that has helped you become you? Not, you know, not spiritual energy dynamics, which is great. And I love it. But is there something that you believe in? Like if we were to summarize Robert Tum into like 
three main philosophies. Do you have one for us? Well, one of them is, is I try personally not to make excuses for anything, you know, to, to not look at things with regret or beat myself up, but just to look at things that no excuses, there's no reason not to move forward. There's not, you know, if there's a little backsliding or something going on, just to just recover from it and keep moving forward, keep moving forward. Don't take the two steps back, back that we sometimes do is to keep moving forward and a little step backwards is really no big deal. It just sometimes reinvigorates that effort to move forward. You know, Liz, you see me, I track things pretty closely with on a spreadsheet as to things that I do as far as vitamin intake and exercise and those kind of things that I'm always trying to be consistent with. And part of that sometimes is like, a, you know, a week or a few days where I'm not really uh, physically or mentally motivated to, to keep up with the program. I can look at my check sheet and go, oh, okay, here's the results of me not staying with it. And no excuses, no beating myself up. It's just a redetermination to stay on the program and, and move forward with it. And that's in every aspect, whether it's working on my own energies, whether it's uh, taking time for self, whether it's working on clients, preparing for the future, preparing for classes. It's just being consistent and staying with it. And uh, no excuses, just move forward. I like that. Thank you for that. Yeah, I see that in, in your lifestyle. And um, you know, this could be sharing your personal info a little bit, but you're not on any medications. You, you, you know, you don't buy into this age bullshit. You are who you are and you never stop doing what you do. You, you really don't, you don't have excuses and you push through always and you're hard to keep up with. Well, I appreciate that. And man, there's a, a self pride in that, that listen, I want to, you know, we, none of us are perfect out there in actions or thoughts or philosophies. We, we're doing the best we can, but uh, I like to think that I'm a role model for myself and my efforts. You know, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that I stay in pretty good shape and have my good attitude most of the time. And those things take some work, but all the techniques that I've incorporated and we've incorporated into spiritual energy dynamics are things that we know not just work for us, they work for other people. And it's not all just about energies. And we know that energy work itself doesn't fix everything. It has to be in collaboration in conjunction with effort. I, I really do believe in the, the inspirational uh, perspective that the Ascended Masters work with us in direct correlation to our own efforts. So we're sitting around just waiting for a miracle to happen or something to be fixed, but we're not doing anything about it. Uh, we're not going to, you know, the, the support that we're going to get is minimized compared to the correlation to the amount of effort we put into and our and determination as part of it. Um, letting go of the regrets and the beating self up is part of it too, because it is law of attraction principles that are part of this. Absolutely. You know, and that goes hand in hand with what I, I guess, started out with. And uh, we are co-creators. Uh, we are writing our own story. We, we, I think of this image of this, uh, this human chiseling, uh, you know, this rock solid body with like a 12 pack out of this body covered in fat. And that's, you know, we are the clay that we mold ourselves. And so um, I love that. And I see that. 
and uh, you you do a really good job of putting out there what you want and manifesting what you want in yourself. Uh, you don't you don't create roadblocks for yourself to fail. You just keep pushing and. Uh, I think that's really admirable, Mr. Tum. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. I appreciate that. You know, it, it is sometimes to, to, you know, we have people that, that inspire us. I, I guess the, probably my inspirations come from a number of sources, depending on what it is. I, I love the, the, the golfer Gary Player, who's in his 80s, that does hundreds of crunches a day and and eats right and has the right attitude. I, I certainly can't keep up with him as far as, you know, what he does physically, but, Wait, but that's, no, yeah, that's I can't, I can't, if I, that I, you're right. Uh, there we go. Good example of it, <laughs> but there's an inspiration there. And I think, uh, you know, we have inspiration for different aspects of our life and hopefully I'm an inspiration for somebody out there too. Is there you might like be, that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, Robert, you, I, think, I think you inspire hundreds of people. You inspire me. Thank you, Liz. So what else do you have on your list? <laughs> Let's see, what else we got? Um, fake it till you make it. You know, it's kind of cheesy. It might be overused, but I've found it to be at times imperative because um, there might be something that I don't believe about myself. Um, one, you know, when I started to... <laughs> When I started to stop drinking, I had no vision or um, outlook past that moment. I had no idea that I would make it this far once I had my last drink. Um, but faking it till you make it. Uh, if you walk into a meeting and you are terrified and you're riddled with anxiety and you worried you're going to get, you know, chewed out from so and so. You put on that jacket of confidence, you walk in with your head held high and you pretend like you own the room and that energy you put out has an impact on how people interact with you, how things react to you. And the more you pretend to be what you want to be over time, you become that thing itself because it's again, this whole co-creator thing mm -hmm. you want to, you want to, uh, eat, you want to be a vegan. Well, you know, put on the, I don't know, outfit of vegans, uh, losing that analogy there, but. Well, you know, your point is, is again, keep on trying. Yeah. Keep on trucking, keep on moving forward. And, uh, you know, in, in spite of some of the challenges in accomplishing goals and, and, and evolving to who you want to be, there's challenges along the way. And sometimes part of that is having that visual of that bar. So fake it until you get there just means you're keeping on track with yourself, looking at yourself and not, you know, not letting anything get in your way and slow you down. So I think that's a great visual to have and a great analogy. Are there, is there, can you think of a specific time, Robert, when you faked it? Or did you fake, was there something you faked for a long time until you kind of uh, crawled out of that, that hole? Well, I think as we are developing whatever modalities we have in our walk, our walk through life is sometimes we we're trying to develop a confidence and a, uh, you know, where we're able to rep represent with ease and grace, 
whatever it is we're trying to represent, whether it's our spirituality, whether it's an expertise in something. But sometimes along the way, you you know, you you kind of have to to fake it. I know in the early days of working on computers, I wasn't really good at learning through classes and that a lot of times I, I learned by taking things apart and breaking them and then putting them back together and uh, <laughs> you know but there there was a time there was many times when we'd be around certain problems and the, the clients were looking for a resolution because things were desperate they were behind in what they were needing to deliver to clients and you had to appear of confidence you couldn't go Hey, I can't fix it, or I don't have the answer, or support will be here in three days to fix it for you. You know, you've had this continue to like, oh, I've got this, I'm working on it. Here's a plan, here's a plan of attack, here's a step-by-step action I've taken, even though in your mind you might be going, I'm not so sure about this, I'm not sure I have a solution. But moving forward, what I found was that oftentimes with that mentality, sometimes a solution just magically appeared because your determination and your desire, my desire at the point to, to come up with a solution, it helped manifest it. So it's really kind of cool, especially in the early years of working on computers, but that applied as well in management, customer service, in what we do now, we're, we're doing the best we can along the way to help resolve issues. And with that effort and being objective along the way, solutions do, you know, clarity is what comes sometimes, oftentimes. Yeah. And it's really rewarding. It's, it's, it's amazing. And I think that's why in, in what we do, we're amazed every day at some of the miracles and things we witness in our own lives and with people that we work with based on some of the principles we apply and the protocols we apply as we take a look at the overall energy field around a person and then work in collaboration with them. What I have the most fun with, Liz, sometimes is when I'm having a discussion and, and talking through some challenges with a client and I have them hold this image of sitting in a boardroom with, with me and he or her working on through a problem. And in that boardroom is a table, uh, you know, a, a conference table with angels and masters and divine beings all have with their clipboards out taking notes and going, hey, we've just been invited in to help be part of this problem and the solution to it. And so I see it as a big collaboration of, of the divine team, me, the client, all working together to ask for clarity, ask for results ask for healing, ask for the resolution in whatever form is best supposed to come in. So I think if we can all realize that we are a collaboration with each other, especially those that are connected to the light, the soul, or beyond, the, the higher connected we are, the, the more the strength of that collaboration is. And there's no, no limits to it, whether it's overcoming addictions, whether it's overcoming relationship challenges, whatever, Sometimes that clarity, uh, the solutions may surprise us, but they're there. Yeah, and I think, you know, maybe for an everyday person who's going through it and maybe um, maybe are in a down place in their life, a dark place, it can feel so absurd to think that there's a boardroom of highly attuned, powerful beings who are excited to help you. Um, you know, that always struck me like, 
me, little old me who's worthless, why would they be excited to help me? But that's not how they view things, right? And of course, you know, along with being excited for your growth, they want to kind of prove to you what, what can happen. They want you to know like, like the possibilities are endless and they want you to understand how powerful you are as an individual. And once you kind of flip over to being on your own team and being receptive and talking nice to yourself, you start to see how, how you have a huge impact on the world around you for the positive or the not so positive. But the positive results are, are mind-blowing. And when we can um, trick ourselves to believing that we're worthy or we sit in that meeting and come up with a list of things we do want to work on and we're receptive to maybe a little bit of change, uh, dang, son, I mean, real change happens. And not little old meaningless. I'm talking like big, like atomic bomb level energy of change for your life and your direction and your purpose and how you view everything around you. It's mind blowing. It's hard to put into words. It is, Liz. But the basic theory that we use in, in conjunction with this is the fact that these divine beings are waiting to be of assistance, but they can't be of assistance until they're invited in. It's that law of the universal law of non-interference. They're not allowed to interfere no matter what they may see is going on, they have to be invited in. And the clearer our connections, the clearer our energies, the purer our intentions in a, in a positive, non-manipulating, not violating free will of anyone else, we can invite them in to gleefully play and join and work and, and help us get clarity and, and resolve issues. And that's what they're there for. And, uh, if we allow and, and invite them in and integrate with their assistance, uh, miracles definitely can happen. Yeah. And man, the more people who are uh, doing this, inviting these beings of the light in, uh, more people who are being the eyes and ears and saying, hey, we've got a problem over here, Jack. We need some help. Uh, we can literally change what's happening on our planet. And I'm going to fight uh, for the rest of my life for love, mm -hmm. for love of self and love of other people, because that's where it's at. And, and for y'all to know that you matter and that you can make a difference, it, it's really important for you to understand because it's time, y'all. It is time. And um, y'all are supported like you wouldn't believe. And oftentimes just requesting clarity of what action to take, what to do, maybe an inspiration from a person or a uh, or a, a something you read. I know one of the things is I'm looking out at world problems. I can certainly identify them and I certainly have my opinion. But as I'm calling in for assistance from divine sources, I'm pretty much saying that I really don't know what is the best solution in conjunction with the divine plan, with the creator's plan, with all the uh, the forms of uh, records and that out there within the, the realms of everybody's karma. So I make sure I'm asking the divine ones to take that all into consideration 
And if I have a strong opinion on what may happen or should happen, I may voice that gently, but I'm making sure that I don't do it in any way that may cause harm to somebody else. So I think that's the most important thing, like you mentioned, Liz, is to put that love energy out there, that peace energy, the harmony, and, um, you know, ask that that be infused throughout the planet and the cosmos. I love it. Well, Robert, thank you so much for being here with me today and uh, being on your toes, willing to uh, pivot from our original plan. And thank you all for joining us, for being open, for being receptive, for laughing, for, for smiling at strangers, for picking up a piece of trash on the street. Just those little things, those small actions can inspire someone else to be better. And it's ripple effect happens. And then all of a sudden, we've brought heaven to earth and we're living in the Garden of Eden. Thank you, Liz. Thank you for your inspirational sharing and everything about the, what you bring energetically and personally into the realm of spirituality and how you help others. I'm grateful. Hey, we've got a few minutes left. Robert, tell, tell the good people of the world how they can get in touch with you. Well, the best way is just get on our website, which by the way is going to be re reconstructed over the next couple of months. I'm excited about that, but that's Spiritual Energy Dynamics. It's S-E-D for you. This S is in spiritual, E is in energy, D is in dynamics, the number four, the letter U is in uniform.com. And we, Liz and I both uh, have links to our calendar where you can, our, our initial conversation is approximately a 15 minute time with us, no fee, uh, that we can talk through and see if there's a fit for our work with whatever you're trying to accomplish. So spiritualenergydynamics.com, sed4u.com, and please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. You're very easy to talk to on the phone, I'll say that. And you have a very pleasant voice, Robert. Well, thank you, Liz. Yeah, I always enjoy when you're not in the house and we're talking on the phone. Oh, well. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll take that up offline. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us. Make today super special. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.